Rob Avon and Dan Gagliotti crawled through 500 yards of shit to get to this good movie. This week on King Me, fear can hold you prisoner, hope can set you free. We're talking about the Shawshank Redemption. King me. King me, baby. King, King me, baby. How was that, Rob? It was good. It was good. I liked it, yeah. Thanks. Uh, the shit in that metaphor right. were the, the last maybe 10 movies we watched. <laughs> right. It's been a while since we've had something I can be like, this is nice. This is a nice <laughs> is time good. at the movies. Yeah. Uh, welcome to King Me, uh, the unofficial Stephen King movie podcast, the official podcast of Kinging Me. That's right. That's right. Gotta get kinged. In an official capacity. Right. I am Dan Gagliardi. I am Rob Avon. And uh, this week we're talking about 1994's The Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Written and directed by Frank Darabont. That's right. And uh, adapted from the novella Rita Hayworth and The Shawshank Redemption. Rita Hayworth. Rita Hayworth. When Andy I Duf- love it when she does that shit with her hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does, though. I know. That's a pivotal plot point. Well, I don't have it down the front of my pants right now, Andy. <laughs> Although, Lord knows I wish I did. That's the voiceover when he says yeah. that. It's very Arrested <laughs> Development, yeah. Ron Howard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The part where the, the warden is like, I never said that. And then Morgan Freeman goes, he did he, say he did. that. <laughs> Oh, uh, baby. So, yeah. As Am can, I being uh, obtuse? <laughs> he, he was. was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is not going well, huh? Let's no, purge it. a good start. You this purge it up start. top, yeah, and yeah. then it's just going to be yeah. straight academic, <laughs> right. rigorous dissection of this movie. That's right. Shawshank Redemption, 1994, yes. written directed by Frank Darabont, starring Tim Robbins, uh, Morgan Freeman, as you might have guessed. Uh, Clancy Brown, a King alum. King alum. Do we have any others in this that we want to mention up front? Not yet. There are people that show up in future King movies, but nothing, no past King movies. Mm. Um, Who, who's coming up? Well, Frank Darabont. Uh, right. He directs uh, Green Mile. The other Shawshank Redemption. Right. And The, the Mist. Which apparently is pretty good. I've, Mist I haven't great. seen it yet. It, I like that a lot. Way to go, Darabont. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think. I know the attorney, the DA, uh, the DA in the opening scene, who's mm. um, the one who convicts Andy. 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 Yeah, Jeffrey um, DeMunn. Yes. He, he is in uh, The Mist. I know that. His, he's credited as 1946 DA. Yeah. Which is a pretty cool name <laughs> yeah. for a human and not, not an, an <laughs> not, android. Yeah, not a um, uh, legend or what's the word? Yeah, litigious android. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll edit that so I got the word right on the first <laughs> try. Uh, yeah, no, this is right off the bat. I'm gonna say it. I really like this movie. Yeah, it's like one of the best movies of all time. It is. You like, can watch it. Not just Stephen King movies. No, but any movie. <laughs> it's it's great, and I think Stephen King likes it. I know Morgan Freeman has said that this is maybe the best movie he's ever done. Yeah, if you go on IMDb, you know, they have their top, like, 250 movies of all time. This is, like, 71 or something? This is number one. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, I was thinking of a different list, apparently. Yeah. Um, 
This is, yeah, on IMDb, this is the top movie <laughs> over The Godfather. And The, the Godfather, Godfather 2, 2, yes. And The Dark Knight, <laughs> uh, which is number four. Really? Yeah. That's a, it's over, weird. Over to, Schindler's List. It, <laughs> this is more important. Yeah. Uh, it's weird to compare any of those two movies to each other. I know. But it, this is this is a very good movie. Despite, like, I haven't, I don't know if I'd ever seen it in its entirety. Okay. You can always catch it playing on TBS. Yes. And the reason for that is that Ted Turner sold it to himself. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. He, Ted Turner sold the rights to this movie to TBS for, like, very cheap, obviously, because okay. yeah. he owned both, I guess. Right. And uh, that's why they play it so much huh. or used to. I don't know. I haven't. I feel like I haven't seen it on TV in a while. I don't know. But this it, this is one of those movies that I don't know. Like you catch it halfway through and you're like, well, I'll I'll watch it. Yeah. I don't know. It and then by the where. end, if you're not like super familiar with it, you might be mad that you didn't see what's his name pissing out flies or whatever happens in Green Mile. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm conflating some yeah, stuff. Yeah. Tom Hanks can't pee. Right. And then why can't I think of his name? Who's the actor who plays John Coffey? Oh, oh my God! He and he de- he passed away. He's yeah, de- he's a dead man. Is it Michael something? Michael Clark Duncan? Yeah, that's yeah. MCD. Yeah, and he's coughing up moths. If I'm correct, coughing up moths. And he was coughing up moths. We don't need to talk about that right now, though. No, we'll get there well, soon. Yeah. Actually, yeah, we're not far away from yeah. that. So um, let, let's get into this. If you haven't seen uh, the Shawshi well, Dempsch. Yeah. Um, please rate and review us on iTunes. Oh, right. The yeah. end. If you, <laughs> and if you have seen it, please rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, give us money on Patreon. I'll have links for both in the episode description. So yeah. you don't have to do much digging. We make it easy for you to help us, please. Easy peasy. <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> So, so the Shawshank. The, so, is this your first time watching it all the way through? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I liked it. It's, it's the best. I, I thought it was going to be a lot more like sugary than it is. Yeah. It is kind of brutal. It's really brutal. A fat man is beaten to death in the first twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think he's credited as fat ass. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which so this time when we call the fat character fat ass, it won't be insulting, right? Condescending, as, yeah, as insulting, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we're just you know we got to go by the credits, right? right? Um, Meanwhile, we'll call every other character by the name of the actor who played them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes, um, I actually I had not seen this movie and pre- I. Until like a few years ago, probably like six or seven years ago, I wa- I sat down. I was like, everybody, it's number one on yeah. IMDb. Everybody says how great it and is, and we all know how infallible the people who vote on IMDb. Yeah, it's are. unbiased. Yeah, it's the people. Mm-hmm. It's democracy, baby. Yes, <laughs> I can't wait to get. To, I didn't check the score of this before we started, but I bet it's going to be lower than a nine. I feel like some shitheads well are, are not going to like we'll, it. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, no, I get before I saw this. It was, it's one of those movies that I got the impression that it it's like the sort of thing that everyone says is really good. But yeah. if I took the time to watch it, I would be disappointed. Yeah. Well, right. Because so so often people are like, oh, no, you have to see this movie. Yeah. It's it's actually really good. Right. And then you see it and you're like, fucking it's uh, really good, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you wasted my time. <laughs> Oh well, yes. In every other case, yeah. in every other case, like your your Donnie Darkos, yeah. your your right. your Boondock Saints, uh. your what's another one? Dark Knight Rises. People pretended to like that. Inception, also just okay. 
Yeah. Incep- and Inception like, looks great. Yes, it does. But have it's you, kind of simple. <laughs> have you, uh, speaking of Inception, have you seen the trailer for Doctor Strange? Yeah. Because it's a lot of Inception style imagery. Of I know. Buildings folding over on each other, but it looks way fucking cooler. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm about really that. excited for that, too, because I feel like they're. They're probably advertising that that way because people are like, oh, it's in, it's like Inception. Yeah. I like that movie. I'll go see this. I'm like, I'm going to see it despite that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're going to they're gonna take it in a different direction and it's going to be good, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. It, how, would you, how would you pitch this movie to someone who hasn't seen it? Uh, a a, a prison romp. Yeah. 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 Um, it is rompy and sp- it's very human. It's a very human portrayal. <laughs> it, uh, I don't, there, there is no like quick pitch. I feel like it, the quick pitch is a guy goes to prison uh, after being wrongly accused of murdering his wife and her and, lover and her lover, a golf pro. Yep. Yeah. And um, he becomes friends with Morgan Freeman. Yes. <laughs> and, and and he eventually escapes from prison and and they hug on a beach. That's right. And you're not mad. You're not oh mad at God. that ending no. at all. It feels so good. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's... Apparently, that's not how the book ends, and thank God we don't have to talk about the book. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. yeah. Never. That's, that's it's not going to happen. That's really none of my business. <laughs> so, does this take place in the same universe as every other Stephen King movie? Let's start there. I still think it does. There's no reason it can't. Yeah. This, it, all right. Well, it takes place in Maine. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, um, this is getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. Shawshank Prison gets referenced in Dolores Claiborne. Oh, yeah, which Kathy that's ba- I, that's a movie that's coming up in a, a few episodes. Mm-hmm. Also, I know we're not supposed to talk about the books. Oh my god, but you keep bringing it I up. I know, right? Uh, but I gotta say, Andy Dufresne is the accountant for the retired Nazi from Apt Pupil. So that is maybe they'll make some sort of reference to that in Apt Pupil. That's the movie. Yeah, that's literary canon. All right. So we don't we don't know yet, and. Uh, I'm sorry I even said it. <laughs> Extended bleep for me. All right. Um, so what... So, okay. First time saw you saw the movie, what was your overall sort of reaction? I just really liked it. It's There's no other way to describe it, right? It's <laughs> so... It's fucking tight. Yeah. It just zips along, but like... It's it, two and a half hours, yeah. and it flies by, yeah. I feel like. Yes. Like... And, and it's so... I don't know. I thought it was so effective that like time in prison passes. Like you're like, oh my god, it's been ten years already. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, <laughs> it's so it's such a smart way to like get you invested in everything that's happening and yeah. like not like you feel like you're in prison. It's not like a VR experience no. in prison. No, but like the way time lapses, you're like, oh shit. And also, it makes like the thought of someone methodically carving away at the wall of their cell like yes. even more incredible. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's real good. Yeah, because they pay the Tim Robbins plays Andy Dufresne. If you have not seen the movie, and the way he plays him is like he's very quiet. He's very methodical. He loves chess. Yeah, which becomes like a whole thing. He's a banker. He's a banker, right? Right. Yeah. So he's a numbers guy. Mm -hmm. He's not like he's a a very logic brained fella. He's not governed by his emotions. Right. Like me, who needs to take a sip of drink. How you only I only <laughs> mention it because you kept glancing at my hand, like clutching and unclutching <laughs> yeah. the glass as I was talking, like as if I weren't sure when I was going to stop yeah, yeah. talking. And the truth is, I wasn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. He's 
Tim Robbins is great in this, but I, I it's sort of Red's story. Yeah, I mean, he narrates it, right? He narr- he's the narrator. Um, Andy comes he, in and out of his life. Yeah, is the way it's set up. That's the, right, exactly. And we actually, I don't know. It's great. Like the, um, I don't know. We feel like a sense of triumph when Andy uh, eventually like escapes. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like yes, he fucking did it. Yeah. But I feel like all the emotion lies with Red. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, like when they meet, Andy's just like he's he's so cold and reserved. Yeah. And like the first time they talk out in the yard when Morgan Freeman's playing catch. Yeah. He just like as Andy's walking away, he just like gives him like the most like loving look. Yeah. He's just like, oh, that's a good dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to pal around with him. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be my buddy. Um, all right, so let's let's get into the movie beat by beat. Okay. Right? So the first, the opening scene, it's like opening credits, but it's also um, they're playing, they're switching back and forth between uh, Andy's trial and the night Andy allegedly murdered his wife right. and her lover. And I'll be honest, it does not look good for Andy. No, it from was, the outset, it does not look good for him. But that's oh man, there was one shot where. Um, like Andy is sitting in his car, like outside the guy's house where he knows that he's fucking his wife, like mm-hmm. right then. Yes. Um, and he's, he's got like a flask in his hand and he's sipping on that. He's, he's got a loading gun. up a revolver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a point where he gets out of the car and he spills bullets and he steps on the bottle and breaks it. Mm-hmm. And as that is happening, the DA is explaining, we found bullets and the bottle DA one nine four six. Just to be clear for the listeners, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. THX eleven thirty eight. That's right. Neighbor, and he's saying we found the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> but that, like that, I don't know that the cutting back and forth and those shots put together just really. I was like, I'm so into this right now. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. And like, what a valuable lesson in the flaws in our justice system. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, yeah, like, this, this is all about like the justice system. My God, how the evidence can paint one picture. <laughs> it, very interesting. But that's that's the thing. We're set up to think that he did it, mm-hmm. right? Um, all, the evidence, all the evidence that we're provided says that he did. I love the line in the courtroom scene where he's like... Uh, He's like, what would you say if I told you something about the case? Like, if we found, if I told you we found the the bullets or whatever, yeah. he's like, I would say that is very inconvenient, as I did not well, kill my wife. Yeah, well, that he, he what he says, um, the the DA is like, after Andy says that he threw the gun in the river or something like that, yeah. he's like, we dredged that river. We can't find anything. Don't you think that's a little convenient? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, actually, I find it very inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> it's very. It's a great line. Yeah, that's yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Andy is convicted. Yes. He's given a life sentence. Two life sentences. Two, what, right, one for each life he took. That's right. Or did he? Yeah. So he's on. Uh, next thing we see is him on the bus. Well. First, we get a little shot, a little action between Morgan Freeman and the other guys in the prison. Yeah, we, yeah, we get a scene where first is Morgan Freeman um, in front of the parole board, and that's right. Th- this happens three times in the movie. The first time he he sits down, and they look at the paperwork. It's a bunch of like you know five people at a table yeah. facing him, 
And they're like, do you feel that you've like learned your lesson essentially? He's like, I do. I'm a changed man. Yeah. I, uh, I've seen the error of my ways. I will never behave outside the letter of the law again. Yeah. And then reject it. Yeah. You see the stamp. Yeah. Do you know who that is in the picture? The young Morgan Freeman? No. That is his son. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. It is. He's also one of the prisoners, which okay. I thought was weird. That like, is weird. I didn't notice it. Yeah. Because now like time travels an element. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, they actually in that first uh, meeting they say you've been here for you've served twenty years of your life sentence, right? And each time he goes into one of those meetings, it's ten years has passed. Mm-hmm. Um, so by the end, it's forty years, and you're like, holy sh- shit! I didn't realize like forty years, forty years. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so so Red does that, and then the bus pulls up with all the new fish. New fish. That's right. Very fun. And all the guys are taking bets on who's going to be the one to break on their first night. Yeah, who's going to there's crack. always one. Yeah. And uh, they're all screaming at them as they come in. Red bets on Andy, because he's just like a slender, little quiet. Yeah. He, you know. he says uh, I, something about the tall one with the silver spoon up his ass. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> what he says. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, which so, is a great line. Yeah, they're all betting cigarettes like you do. Yeah, it's prison, prison betting. It's prison one hundred and one, baby. Yeah. Uh, so then we then we're it's the first night. It's lights out. Yeah, we get um, one of the guys. What's that guy's name? Uh, William Sadler. William Sadler. Um, who plays Haywood? Haywood. Yeah. yeah. Um, Last name. Joe Blow me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make you say it, so uh, I didn't have to. Um. <laughs> Hey, would Jill let me out of prison? Uh, but when they're taking bets, Haywood puts his money on Fatso or Fat Ass. Fat Ass. Yeah. yeah. Please show some respect. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Fatso is the guy from all of the other all the movies. Other movies? <laughs> yeah. What? Well, uh, the yeah the guy Deputy Fatso from mm-hmm. uh, Return to, <laughs> to Salem's Lot. Anyway, uh, so Haywood's got his money on Fat Ass, and they're like. Their cells are right next to each other, and he's like egging them. Yeah, he's like trying to provoke them. He's like, you know, guys are like the the fat guy is crying. He's like blubbering to himself. Yeah, and he's, then he goes, "I don't belong in here." Well, yeah, I you have, have that. I have. I pulled that clip. Yeah. Cool. Let's. Uh, uh, this is right. Everybody is like really taunting this guy because now he's he's broken. Yeah, he's the, like Haywood won the the cigarettes. He's he's snapped now. And now now this is just for fun right the cherry on top um and this is uh right when the um what are they called the guards just the head guard i don't know he's a captain i think isn't yeah he? captain right when he like walks in captain hadley yeah clancy brown right clancy brown i ain't supposed to be here not me I ain't going to count to three. I'm not even going to count to one. You will shut the fuck up or I'll sing you a lullaby. Please, please. It's a mistake. You don't understand. I'm not supposed to be here. Open that sound. Yeah. Why is he talking like that? The fatso? (laughs) Oh, man. I don't understand. I don't know, but (laughs) when I was uh, pulling these clips, I I played that like three times. Like, why is he talking like that? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, Weird accent. Yeah, there's actually a funny story. Um, John Favreau, I think he told it on Marin, but he was talking about how he was he went out for this role mm. of, of fat, a fat ass, ass. Um, and he knew what was going on, and he didn't think he. I, I don't know if he didn't think he was going to get the part or whatever, but he went in there and he was like, "Hi, I'm here for the role of Fatas," <laughs> and he keeps he just kept saying Fatas to <laughs> to the woman, 
And she's like, that's not the... And he's like, what are you talking about? I don't understand what you're saying. And she's <laughs> trying no. to get her to say, it's fat ass. And then, Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and she eventually is just like, it's fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a that's a good Favreau moment. Yeah. This has been Favreau moments. <laughs> Favreau. No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, so, but, so fucking Clancy Brown beats fat ass. To death. To, well, yeah, to death. We, and we don't find out. Like, he beats the shit out of him with a uh, club. And then he's like, get him to the infirmary. Right. And the doctor isn't in until the next morning. So he just dies waiting yeah, he, for help. Right. All kinds of head trauma. He's left yeah. overnight for like fucking 10 hours. Clancy Brown, it's not like he's just hitting him with his hands. He beats him with a club. Yeah. No, he takes he his little hauls off on this guy, his cop pole, yeah. and just like beats the, the life out of him. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we find that out the next day, right? Yes. Yeah. And that's the, that's, that's, that's like day two. Yeah. And Andy. Andy overhears that. He's sitting next to Red and his friends in the like, at like table, a separate, a separate table. table. Yeah. And for some reason, in this crowded prison, there's one table completely unoccupied. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, it is a movie. So he, but he's like, it's his second day, and the guy from yesterday died. <laughs> you know, like it's it's sort of fucked up. Yeah. And it, it's sort of sinking into him. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then we get. I think that's when we get the scene with Red, right? Well, they put him down. They they give him like a job in like the laundry room. Right. And then I think almost immediately he starts being serially raped. Not not, not yet. Not just yet, but they do start making advances towards him. Right, yeah. Um the guy play Boggs played by Mark Ralston, Ralston, um who you might know from Aliens. Um, oh. He played Drake. He, I was gonna say, he looks super familiar. Yeah, I think he looks like someone else, though. Also, who I can't put my yeah. On. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. got a, he's got a face. He, yeah. he sort of, he looks like James Con's brother. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Uh, yeah, he could be a con. He he's got a con quality. Yeah, definitely. Um, but this guy, he starts like making advances towards him in the showers and stuff, and t- they they say some like. What's Morgan Freeman say? Because there's like three guys. They call them he, the sisters. Right. It call, These are like the rapists of the prison. Right. And, and uh, Andy, Andy sa- says like, I guess he won't care much that I'm not a homosexual. Right. He goes, you have to be human to be a homosexual. Right. Now I'm just doing main guy. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> no, but but that's that. Those are the lines basically. Yeah. Is and yeah. they're like they just like they're they just want to beat you up and fuck and you. Fuck you. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> interesting statement. Yeah, uh, uh, but that's that's a scene where um, Andy asks Red for a small rock hammer. Yes, and and he's like, "Well, I, I'm, if you're going to use it as a weapon to kill one of these guys, then I can't do that." Because and Andy starts laughing. He's like, "What's so goddamn funny?" Yeah. He says, "You'll know when you see the hammer." Right. But I, I do want to just play this real quick. This uh, it's a small clip from that conversation. The thing was, isolating clips from this movie, I was like, should I just get this whole scene, like all five minutes right? of this? Yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's so like, good. It's like poetry. It's, it's uh, airtight. Airtight. But uh, you got this. Thank you, Mr. Uh... Red. Name's Red. Red. Why do they call you that? Maybe it's because I'm Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's. 
It is. It's perfect. It's so good. <laughs> like the delivery, it could not be better. Yeah. Also, I know we're not allowed to talk about the books. Right. Which you keep bringing up. Yeah. Well, you know what? It begs mentioning uh, in the novella, Red is actually an Irish guy. He's a, a white and Irish guy. So this this just does it better. Yeah, like exactly. Morgan Freeman and keeping that line. Exactly. It turns it from like a plain declaration of fact yeah. of ethnicity right. to, to a, a great joke. joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good joke. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. That's like as funny as a joke is allowed to be in like a very serious Academy Award nominated movie. Right. If it's any funnier, it won't, it can't be nominated. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, it's so- like play humor. You know how plays aren't allowed to actually be funny? They just need to be like. You're Play like, funny. that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, let's see. So from there, we yep. go pretty much imme- almost immediately to Andy getting the hammer. Like, I don't well, know. Yeah. There's a scene um, on the rooftop. They they get recruited. Is, the, is that in between those two things? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's. Uh, it's yeah, crazy, right? That stressed me out pretty bad. Even though I'm like, we're 20 minutes into this movie. Uh, I, right. You it's, know, it's fine. <laughs> it's probably going to be fine. Yeah. So they get, um, because Red has like, he, he kind of runs the prison a little bit. Yeah, he's got all of the. Um, he's the one who get. he's a guy who can get things. Right. That's uh, his thing. He, he gets contraband into the prison. He has a rapport with the guards so that when. Um, the kind the time comes to like pick people to work on this out outside roof project yeah uh, a coveted job they're like tarring the roof i think yes. right um he's able to bribe the guard into giving him and his friends right. the job which includes andy yes so they're up on the roof tarring and uh i did pull that that clip also i have of, a lot of these clips of him and clancy brown yeah all right yeah so just to set it up Cl- clancy yep. brown is or is that in the clip no no go ahead right so he um uh, Clancy Brown is talking about how his like brother died or like his cousin or something. It, it's his brother, his and, piece and so, of shit brother. That, somebody he, says like, oh, "Sorry to hear that." He's, he's like, like no, "I'm not." He's a real piece of shit. Yeah. So he's like a lawyer. He's a rich guy, and he was bequeathed thirty five thousand dollars. Bequeathed, right? Bequeathed. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go on. <laughs> um, it 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 farted out of a pussy and into his hands. Yep. But not before Uncle Sam could intercept his cut. <laughs> It, it, hey, I'm telling you, if if there's a pussy fart, Uncle Sam could be downwind of that pussy fart. <laughs> um, so, yes. Uh, so he's complaining that right. so much of it is going to be taken out in taxes. And while the guys are tarring the roof, Andy's listening in. Yeah, and he stops what he's doing and just walks over. Yeah, which that just doing that. Yeah, they're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, because they're all like, they got their backs turned, and then Andy like walks over without like announcing himself. Yeah. And, and the guard, and, the two of the the guards pull guns on him. Yeah, because they're like immediately. Yeah, they are equally confused by this right. action. And then, uh, so Andy walks up. He says, "You know, do you trust your wife to Clancy <laughs> Brown?" And he's like, "What?" <laughs> like, like your wife? Do you, you trust her? Yeah. Um, and then we we get this bit. It's like a minute long, but it's, that's fine. It's real good. So. Step aside, Mert. This fucker's having himself an accident. You don't push him off the roof. Because if you do trust her, there's no reason you can't keep that 35000 Right on the edge of the what roof What did you now. say? Yeah. 35000 35000 All of it. All of it? Every penny. You better start making sense. If you want to keep all that money, give it to your wife. The IRS allows a one-time only gift to your spouse for up to $60,000. Oh, shit. Tax-free? Tax-free. IRS can't touch one cent. 
You're that smart banker who killed his wife, aren't you? Why should I believe a smart banker like you? So I can end up in here with you? It's perfectly legal. Go ask the IRS. They'll say the same thing. Actually, I feel stupid telling you this. I'm sure you would have investigated the matter yourself. Yeah, fucking A. I don't need no smart wife killing <laughs> banker to tell me where the bear shit in the buckwheat. Of course not. But you do need someone to set up the tax free gift for you. And that'll cost you. A lawyer, for example. A bunch of ball washing bastards. <laughs> I suppose I could set it up for you. That would save you some money. If you get the forms, I'll prepare them for you. Nearly free of charge. <laughs> Nearly free of charge. I'd only ask three beers apiece for each of my co-workers. <laughs> co-workers, get him. That's rich, ain't it? I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's <laughs> only my opinion. Sir. So that's that's the scene. That's really great. It's really great. Bottle of sex. I love that. There's part. like like that's what that's what we mean when we say it's tight. There's not a wasted word. Really isn't. Even yeah. him. What's he say when he about hating lawyers? Bunch of bull, ball ball washing, ball washing ba bastards. Yeah. <laughs> that like even that it it's not. It's just painting a picture. Yeah. Of this this dumb fuck. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um. Yeah. So then Andy and his boys they get three suds apiece. Yep, and, and they're, they're all now they're like, oh, this guy's cool. Yeah, we, and we get this guy. So the next thing you see is them drinking beer on the roof, and yeah, it's a nice little scene. Yeah, it is, and like even Clancy Brown is like being slightly nicer. He's like, "Drink up, boys." Yeah, yeah, uh, and Andy's just sitting off by himself. Yeah, and they're like, "Andy, you want a beer?" He's like, "Nah, I quit drinking." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is so fucking good. And and Red uh, has a little scene, a little like. Uh, voiceover thing where he says, uh, you know, some people said it was like to get in good with us. Some people thought it was to get in good with the guards, but I think it was just so he could feel normal again. Yeah. Yeah. It was really like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, a man feels more like a man if he's got yeah, that's, 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 that's all this is. Suds. Just feeling like a person. Yeah. Um, so then Andy gets his rock hammer, which he establishes is for his hobby of carving up rocks. Carving rocks. Yeah. Wants to make a chess set. Right, he, he wants to make a chess set. Um, this all this stuff is like early on in his in his tenure, tenure, and yeah. and Shawshank. Um, he is being raped on a regular basis yeah. for the first two years. It doesn't seem to get him down f very much for a guy who's being raped for two years. Yeah, they, the movie doesn't dwell on it too much, but they, they Morgan Freeman in voiceover is basically like you know. Uh, Not much to see here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look away. Moving on. He's like, you know, those first two years, they were hard for Andy. <laughs> <laughs> know what I'm saying? Catch my drift. <laughs> oh, there's a fly flying around me oh, because of how bad I smell. And it's, <laughs> it's driving me insane. Yeah, I was going to ask you what what's up with the dirt cloud. The stink lines? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what? I actually got skunked by a cartoon skunk. Uh. Yeah, so now there's just like green lines coming off of me. That's wavy. Cool. Wavy as hell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can smell how wavy they are. Yeah. yeah. The wavier, the stinkier. Mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Gross. I'm sorry. I'll take a, I'll take a bath and some... Tomato juice. Yeah. Borscht. <laughs> if the Rugrats yeah. are to be trusted. <laughs> they are not. They are scamps. Yeah. They're Don't... They're little babies. They you don't know, know anything. Official stance of this show. Yeah. Don't trust those fucking babies. They're bad news. Those rug rats. The 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 potato headed one keeps a, a tool in his diaper. Yeah. Can't trust Little him. rock hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he keeps a screwdriver right next to his little rock hammer. Yeah. <laughs> 
And the twins, I don't think I need to explain why we can't trust twins. Right. And they're fucked up. <laughs> they're real, real fucked. If there are any... Tw- real fucked in the head. <laughs> if there are any twins listening to this show, one of you needs to stop listening. <laughs> you decide amongst yourselves. I don't care to know either of you, but... Oh boy! Oh boy! Um, what happens now? So, so he's got the rock hammer. He's being sodomized. Mm-hmm. Um, Morgan Freeman's like sometimes he could fight him off, and sometimes he couldn't. I love. And then, uh, so then there's the scene where they're watching the movie. Yeah. Well, uh, and that I do. I pulled a clip from that too. Cool, cool, cool. This is gonna be a clip-heavy show. Last one we didn't have any clips because it was six hours long. And who could fucking... Who could care? Yeah, who could care? Really? That was that was a movie we liked, and we're yeah. like, ah, fuck you. Kind of. Fuck your Th- movie. There wasn't any like lines or anything that really stuck out. Yeah. But this, is, it's, it's all not poetry. Rob Lowe. Although I would have liked for the audience... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not offensive, because he's not deaf. Right. Yeah. I'm making fun of Rob Lowe, not R- the deaf. Rob Lowe, in- inadvertently making fun of the deaf. Yeah. Yes. Um, so they're watching the Rita Hayworth movie, um, Gilda. Gilda, yes, yes, and she, where she she does that shit with her hair. I love it when she does that shit with her hair. <laughs> so they're, they're I lo- want to fuck her, her hair. hair. <laughs> Why do they call you red? I guess because I like to fuck hair. <laughs> then Andy starts doing the voiceover, and it's like that's when I knew red was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Andy. Yeah. Now. Hey, yeah, Andy here. So we just kind of realized it's like a it's like a DVD commentary now. <laughs> yeah, this is when it got really weird between us. He he improvised that line. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the right call for the character. Um. So Andy, uh, Andy, they're watching the movie, and Andy comes up and he's asking Red some shit. So this is what that is. Step aside, Mert. This fucker's having... No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you pulled a fast one on me and the listener. (laughs) Whoops. Um, Here we go. I understand you're a man that knows how to get things. Yeah, I'm known to locate certain things from time to time. What do you want? Rita Hayworth. What? Can you get her? (laughs) So this is Johnny Farrell. I've heard a lot about you, Johnny Farrell. Take a few weeks. Weeks? Well, yeah, Andy. I don't have a stuff down in front of my pants right now. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> so he's like, that. By the way, Rob, you yeah. uh, you jumped in naturally doing your Morgan Freeman impression between uh, Tim Robbins' lens of dialogues. Yeah, dialogues, dialogues. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's his logs. It, his <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, there you go. So yeah, so like uh, the first. I didn't know what the fuck. The first time I saw this, I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Mm. Rita Hayworth and shit. And then I'm like, oh, oh, got it all. Got mm-hmm. it. Never mm-hmm. mind. I'm mm-hmm. a dummy. And this is all contraband. Like, he's yeah. not supposed to have this. And there's a scene where they, like, flip the cells. Is that what they call it? Yeah, toss in the cells. Toss in the cells. Yeah. Where they just knock all your shit over every so often. Right. <laughs> Clear your bookshelf off with a billy club. Yeah, Clancy Brown is tossing the cell so that the warden can come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is this is like after after the rooftop scene. So he's done Clancy Brown's yeah. uh, taxes for that that uh, that uh, pussy fart. Right. That's right. Yeah. Um. And so word sort of starts getting around to like other guards, 
um, that Andy knows what he's doing mm-hmm. as far as like. There's like a, a brief little montage from like tax year to tax year of him like doing an increasing number of guards tax returns right. until they start organizing like the the baseball league yeah around, around tax, tax season, season. Yeah. so that Andy can do it for like other prisons yeah. wardens as well right and uh, guards and stuff yeah uh, so they're tossing the cell and it's really an excuse for the warden to talk to Andy yeah Is that right right yeah he I think it, he wanted to have a face to face. And because like the next interaction between them, I think, is when the warden pulls him out of like the laundry room and he's like, you know, wouldn't it be better to be in that library and stuff? Mm -hmm. And that's when like he starts getting like more into like doing everybody, cooking everybody's books. Right. We that means uh, also that reminds me that we skipped a great detail from Andy's second day in prison where he's eating his meal and he finds a maggot. Oh, yeah, yeah. In oh, the food. yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Brooks, this old man in a sweater <laughs> yeah. in prison, yep. he's like, hey, you going to eat that? And you're like, oh, God, this place. Yeah. This place is fucked up. Yeah. And he takes the maggot and feeds it to a little birdie in his pocket. Yep. A little, little baby bird. Little, little Jake. Jake the raven? Uh, is he like a raven? Crow? Crow, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that, was, that was my impression of you hitting the mic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a bad show. Yeah. This is for us. <laughs> you want some more uh some more Centauri? Yeah, why not? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yep, sure. Just a nip. Uh so yeah, Andy and Andy right. gets a cushy job working in the library alongside Brooks. Right. Uh Brooks is like giving him the lay of the land, which does not take much time well, because it's a prison library. Yeah, I hold one I, real quick. Yes. Right after that that scene with him and Red talking about Rita Hayworth, mm-hmm. he is dragged and beaten by um the sisters. Again. Is that oh right, that's in the projection room. That's in the projection room. And he fights them, but he doesn't can't fight them off. But the fucking they both like uh, what do they say the guy Boggs who's the rapist he spends like a month in the hole and Andy spends a month in the infirmary and when Boggs gets out um, he's walking like sort of like casually walking back to his cell go- walks into his cell clicks on the light and Clancy fucking- Brown is standing in the cell he's standing which, in the cell which with means another that guard. like I know this is a movie so much like there wouldn't be an empty right. table yeah, yeah, in the I- lunchroom. It does mean that Clancy Brown's character was just standing in the dark. Yeah. Like a lunatic. Which he, I buy. He is a lunatic. I buy it. Yeah. yeah. Cause then he uh paralyzes him. He beats him to, like he breaks almost his to death. back. Yeah. We are to understand. Yeah. yeah. He there's it's like it's pretty brutal. He starts beating him and the guy Boggs crawls out and he's he grabs gra- onto the railing and he's like he starts crying. Yeah, he's, he's like, like no, yeah, help. Like, that's that's the worst thing, and it happens in a lot of movies. Is someone just going, no, yeah, no, yeah, oh, I hate it, yeah, because it's it felt so like real, yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah, because like, but you, like you can't if anyone it. deserves it, no, he one hundred, <laughs> he's a no. piece of shit, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. That's why it's okay for him to get that treatment, right? And we don't really, it's we're, like we're, we you feel know what? good that that happened. I'll tell you what, it's exactly like. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's exactly like in Star Wars Episode One, uh, yeah, when they're running away from the the big fish after they leave the Gungan city. Yeah. Uh, and the bigger fish comes out and eats the smaller fish. Uh-huh. Clancy Brown's that bigger fish. Yeah. And the smaller fish is the, the, uh, the Bog's diamond. Right. Yeah. All right. So do you, Good. does that track? 
Yeah, I'm not that super familiar with episode <laughs> one, but I'll, yeah, I'm with you. This has been uh, episode one on one. But they say in voiceover, Morgan Freeman says, uh, two things never happened again. <laughs> the, the sisters never never laid a hand on Andy again, and Boggs never walked again. Yeah, they transfer him to like a minimum security prison. Hospital, they call Hospital. it. Yeah. That's right, yeah. So he's out of the out of the movie. He's, he's done. He's fucking done. Yeah. Um, but okay, so he's in the basement, um, Andy, or in the library mm-hmm. with uh, Brooks. It's the shitty little half a room. Yeah. Uh, Brooks is like, all you really do is load up the cart and give people books. Right. Brooks gives books, he says. <laughs> he doesn't. This movie's too good for that. Yeah. Um, but Andy, Andy start, he talks to the warden, and he's like, can I start writing letters to, I think it's the governor, right? About this is getting, like the state legislature okay, or something. About yeah. getting, getting more funding for a library. He's like, not going to, yeah, the warden's library. like, not going to do any good. They don't give a shit. Yeah. Money stretched tight enough as it is, but you go ahead and you write your letters. Right. I'll even mail them for you. That's a line exactly. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I I don't know why that stuck with me. It, huh? I guess because for like half a second, you're like, this warden seems okay. Well, there, there, are, it, that's I don't know. That's one of the things about this movie is like the, the villains, the warden, Clancy Brown. They all have like moments of yeah humanity. Of humanity. Yeah, that's just called a good movie. No, I know, but, I know. Which is funny because like even Clancy Brown himself has been like, yeah, my character was pure evil. He was like evil incarnate. Well, yeah, but and, he's still a he guy. Like, he's not. He he has no redemptive arc or anything yeah. like that. But right, he's still a guy. So, like, that scene when they're on the roof and he's sort of, like, you know... Slightly chummy for sl- him. Right, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, and the fact that, like, you know, obviously, like, Boggs beat up... Um, or Bo- Boggs beat up uh, Andy Dufresne and the warden was Thank prob- you for clarifying which Andy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> which Dufresne? Andy <laughs> Dufresne. Uh, and, and <laughs> um... But the warden was definitely told Clancy Brown to paralyze Boggs. Yeah. Like, that was his yeah. doing. Break his break his problem part. Right. Yeah. But also, you're sort of like, yeah, Clancy Brown, fucking kick that guy's ass. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. Right. Yeah. So you're on his side in that moment. For a moment, you're, like, down for brutality. Yes. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think this next scene, is, this is the hard stuff. Uh, it's it's the Brooks stuff. <laughs> Yeah, okay, let's do it. All right. <laughs> All right. So Brooks, Brooks is, is institutionalized. Co- He's, um, yeah, so we go into the library and we see that at this point, I guess they've started getting books from the governor. They It took like two years or something, but they finally started sending books. Yeah, but this is bu- this is before they build the library and all that Oh, shit. really? Yeah. What are those guys doing down there? They were just down there. They were talking to Brooks. I think Haywood, who he's hey- got by the neck yeah. like with the knife, Hey, would you please him. let me go? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he went down there to congratulate Brooks because Brooks is getting out. He got parole. He got parole. He's been in there for 50 years. Yeah. Like at one point, Andy asked him how long he's been in there. And he's like, well, um, let's see. I It's like 1906 or something. It, yeah. He got he he got in there in like 1906. And then he was like the head of the library in 1914. Right. And then he's been there just doing that ever since. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and he's like, he's going to stab Haywood because he doesn't want to go. Yeah. He's got a sharp thing up to his neck. There's like little trickles of blood on Haywood's neck. And they come like, uh, it's Andy red and maybe another guy. There there are a couple other 
just of a the gang. couple of schmoes. Yeah. Uh, so they're down there. They're trying to talk Brooks down. Andy, Andy does it, basically. He's like, look at his neck, Brooks, for yeah. Christ's sake. Yeah, he's bleeding. He's bleeding. He's your friend. So he lets him down. He has like a little bit of a breakdown, but ultimately he ends up leaving the prison. Right. Uh, they send him... And, like, the rest of his story is told in the form of, like, the letter that he sends to Red in the gang. Yeah. Uh, where, like, he goes to live in a halfway house. They give him a job bagging groceries. He can't really do it because he has fucking arthritis. Arthritis in both hands. Yes. And there, there is a, a scene right right before he actually gets out where Red is explaining, like, like every, nobody understands why Brooks is freaking out, why he right. doesn't want to leave. And Red's like, he's been here almost all of his life like yeah. this is all he knows in here he's an important man he's an educated man yeah out there he's, he's nobody. nobody yeah um and and that's really illustrated when he's working at the job and the the woman whose groceries he's bagging is like <sighs> make sure it's double bagged uh last time your guy didn't double bag it and it damn near ripped it didn't even rip it damn near ripped. if i sound mad it's because i used to have his job yeah <laughs> and i fucking know that woman still exists yeah oh and yeah, he then then the manager sort of like make sure you're double bagging. Yeah, and then being a the, manager, being a fucking manager in the voiceover, Brooks is like, uh, I don't think the manager likes me very much. <laughs> then, so Brooks is uh, he's I, like, I've I, decided to leave. Well, wait, I, or, I, I these are the two clips from that bit that get me. Yes, um, there's this one first. Sometimes after work, I go oh, to the park, you. And feed the birds. I keep thinking. Jake might just show up and say hello, but he never does. I hope wherever he is, he's <laughs> doing okay and making new friends. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a bird, man. <laughs> just stop. Fun fact, there's a deleted scene where they find Jake dead and they give him a funeral after Brooks has left. I, I... I, yeah, I mean, I just like as soon as he lets Jake out the window there, I I just assume that the bird dies almost immediately. He's eaten by a bigger fish. Well, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's been taken care of his whole life. He doesn't know how to be a bird, right? Yeah, you know, he knows how to be a guy, right. an old man, an old man. He know right. <laughs> so he's just trying to feed he, other birds. He's institutionalized yeah. also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this little bit here. I don't like it here. I'm tired of being afraid. Can you pause it real quick? That sound you hear, that like kind of like clacking uh, yeah. sound, is him climbing up onto a chair and then onto a desk to carve Brooks's. Brooks, Brooks was, was here, here into like the rafter yeah. at the top at the on the ceiling of his room, right. a wooden beam. I've decided not to stay. Oh God. Okay. Which means that he left and lived a happy life. <laughs> yeah, he just moved out he of He went that to apartment. the farm upstate. Uh, That's what that means. Fuck. Um, two things about this. One, that that little shot of Brooks was here. I have that saved on my phone. So if somebody asks me how I'm doing, shoot him that picture. <laughs> <laughs> the shot of him... So he hangs himself. Let's yeah. let's uh, he knocks the desk over. Right. And you get that shot that happens a right. lot in movies of like someone's feet kicking for yep. a second. But usually it's like a struggle. He just does it for like half a second and then like settles into it. Yeah. Which is even worse because uh, like he's like ready to die. Yeah. I I've seen this movie over ten times, maybe twenty times now. I. I fucking I watched it last night. Yeah. I cannot watch that scene without crying. It's <laughs> such a bummer. I was watching it last night with my girlfriend and we're sitting next to each other and I'm like 
I've got I'm rolling tears. Yeah. <laughs> and she looks over and she's like, Oh. Oh, she probably loved that. Dana must have loved it. Oh, she loved it. Yeah. yeah. Vulnerable Rob. Yeah. <laughs> right. When I'm not like, you know what's funny about dicks? <laughs> she's like, What? I have <laughs> I have to deal with a dick. What? <laughs> uh, please tell me again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's better this time. <laughs> no, I've been working on this. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to try it out. Stupid. Uh, uh, so Brooks, poor, poor sweet Brooks. Get he. That shot of him hanging though is beautiful. It's one perfect shot. No, oh, sure. yeah. No, it, this whole movie is full of one perfect shot. It's when gorgeous. There, there's one moment where, uh, in the very beginning, when they're walking the prisoners in, and Andy looks up. Oh, of this, hi, of the like wall? the sky going away as he goes under the overpass. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. fuck me. That is <laughs> so good. Yeah. So fucking good. Yeah. You could like, and I, I don't know. I, I don't find the movie pretentious at all. No. But it, but there you could you know it, it's one of those. It just things. sort of like incidentally is Oscar bait. Yeah. In fact, it might be like the the rubric for Oscar bait. Yeah, like this might be Patient Zero. It could be. It didn't even know what it was. It it's because like you look at Frank Darabont's other stuff. None of it is like pretentious, right? He does just like a lot. Of, he does like some horror movies. He does some a lot of TV writing. Yeah, like nothing. This the Walking This Dead. crazy. Apparently, Rob Reiner offered him two and a half million dollars to let him direct it. And Frank Darabont said something to the effect of, "This is the this might be the only important thing I ever get to do." So no, this is the first. He directed a TV movie and then like some music videos, but this is his first like <laughs> what music videos? I don't know. Um, Indigo Girls. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you know that song, Barbie Girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Darabont joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, this movie is just littered with great. <sighs> Great shots. It's gorgeous. Beautiful acting moments. Yeah. This is because it's like it's a prison. So it's mostly populated with the exception of Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman. It's all character actors. Yeah. And that's what makes this movie so good, yeah. in my opinion. I am pro character actor. I will go to bat for them uh, at union yep. negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you need, guys. <clears throat> all right. So, uh, yeah, we get. That's it's a real bummer about Brooks. Sorry about Brooks, everyone. Yeah, and they like they read his letter and they know exactly what happened. Right. Uh, and then what? Then what fucking happens after that? Andy becomes more engrossed in because um, the, the warden warden's got like schemes going on where right, he's basically yeah. like Andy's like Andy's rebuilding the library or he's like expanding it. He right. gets a lot of books. He names it. Uh, the Brooks, Brooks Memorial, whatever sorry, Brooks' right. full name is. Yeah. I don't know. Halston or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Brooks Halt, Brooks Hatlin. Hatlin. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, the library is growing. Um, he's helping guys get their GEDs. Well, yeah, first he's helping the warden embezzle or, uh, like, launder money, yeah. basically. Yeah, is Because uh, the, the warden has got – he started expanding – his whole operation and they've taken on like contracts. Yeah, they will from they the underbid state. the like actual contractors. Because he's got slave labor. Right, yeah. Right. And they say as much. Yeah. Right. And there's that scene where there's another contractor. Oh, fuck, excuse me. Are you dying? I almost barfed. Oh. <laughs> I'm good. It's I'm sorry. Corruption just makes me sick to my <laughs> stomach. <laughs> yep. 
uh, yeah. So the, there's a scene where like his boys are splitting logs. They're like processing lumber. Right. Um, and the there's like this contractor who's talking to the warden. He's like, we go way back. I need this job. Of course, you're going to underbid everyone. You got slave labor. Right. He's like, tell you what. Uh, think it over. My wife made you this pie, and he lifts the lid, and there's an envelope full of cash. Right. Yeah, because that's so, how you do business. Yeah, so there's all kinds of back backroom deals mm-hmm. and shady shit going on, and Andy explains what he's doing is he started a uh, all, all these bank accounts in a different name. I wish I had the name in front of me. I, I forgot what it was. It's like, yeah, I can't remember for the life of me. <coughs> but it, yeah, he, he made this. He, gave, he made a fake guy. Yeah, he's like, it's amazing what you can do with the mail, right? Through the U.S. Postal Service because he manages to get a birth certificate, a social security number, right? All everything you'd need for there to be a person without there being a physical person, right? And Red says something like, "Did I say you were good? Shit, you're the best," or yeah. something like that. And then it's a cool line. And he's got this line too. You know, the funny thing is, on the outside, I was an honest man, straight as an arrow. Oh yeah, I had to come to prison to be a crook. Ooh, air horn. <laughs> that's that's good. It's the best. Yeah. That's a great line. <clears throat> so, so okay, so he's embezzling, or he's laundering money for the warden, mm-hmm. doing that. While this happens, it, it, like 10 years, maybe a little bit more have gone by. We get, at a certain <clears throat> point, we get there. Maybe, uh, no, it's got to be like 15 years at this point, because Andy's going gray now. Yeah, well, at a certain point, he uh, locks the... The one oh, the, guard in the, the bathroom yeah, okay. so that he can play opera for all of the prisoners. He's like in the room going through like a batch of records that they just got donated to them. Yeah. He puts one on uh, and then like using the prison PA like the intercom. system, the yeah. intercom, he takes like the, the microphone and puts it up to the speaker on the mic on the uh, uh, record player. Right. So everyone gets to listen to opera for a couple minutes yeah. before. Is that does he get thrown in the hole for that? He gets two weeks in the hole. Two for weeks that. in the hole. Easiest piece of time he ever did. He mm-hmm. says. Yeah. Um, Which is crazy because the whole like in reality, yeah, drives people insane. Right, like, it it will break you. Yeah, because it's just it's solitary confinement. It's you're in a, a dark room. Maybe like it doesn't look like it's even big enough to fit his whole body in. Right. It. Yeah, he's like curled up in the corner. Right. And, yeah, he's not doing great. But and he's a thinking man. So yeah. for the purposes of this not being reality, he's just scheming. Right. He's just thinking to himself. He's he's plotting his moves. Yeah. He that's so that's what he does. That's what he does. He's a chess man. Yeah. So then we get uh then we Tommy. get Tommy, our young blood, our, our greaser, our first good greaser, first good greaser, a, a greaser with a, a heart of gold. Yeah. Um, he's just a wayward kid, as we come to find out. He's like doing time. He's been doing time since he was thirteen, in and out of prison for theft. Yeah. And uh, Andy has that line where he's like. He's maybe. like, maybe you should consider a new career. He's like, what? He's like, I'm just saying, if you keep going to prison, you can't be a very good thief. Yeah. He's like telling that story about him right. getting caught stealing <laughs> yeah. a TV. Uh, so that strikes a note with him. Yep. He asks Andy to help him get his equivalency. Right. And uh, and he's like, I'm not, I'm not real good at reading though. Yeah. So like, and, well, first Andy's like, mm, no, you're oh, gonna yeah. quit. Well, yeah. He's like, I don't, I don't. Uh, what is it? I don't tutor or what I don't whatever I don't tutor losers. Yeah, I don't help losers. It's like I'm that. not no damn loser. No loser. Yeah, no loser. right. And at this point, yeah, Andy's gone gray. He's now wearing small spectacles. Yeah, uh, down like past the bridge of his nose. Yep, and a sweater. Yeah, yeah. 
He's he's like an old man. He's yeah. he's like a, a Brooks. Brooks, <laughs> Bro- like 007, Brooks is not a man, it is a title. That's right. Yes. <laughs> um, his first name was yeah, it's Brooks Hatlin. Hatlin's his actual last name, but Brooks is not a name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so he starts but he he does take Tommy under his wing. He starts teaching him. Starts like with, like, with the ABCs. Yeah, like yeah. starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like so, the first person to ever teach him anything. Yes. And then like in a year's time, he's taking his his high school equivalency. Yeah. And at the end of the at the end of time, he flips out, he crumples up his test. He's like, This is fucking stupid. It's a waste of time. Yeah. You suck. I suck. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Prison is a bummer. Right. And he like he throws in the trash. He oh, he's like What's his thing? He's like, he's like, you want to know my score? Yeah. Two points. He throws in the trash. I was like, that's real good. Yeah. That's great dialogue. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't think of that in the heat of the moment. No, because it's too upset. It could be like, um, you know, if not delivered properly, it's garbage. Right. If you hang on it for yeah. even a second, right. it's like the dumbest fucking thing. Right. But he just like moves past it. Yeah. And you're like, nice. Yeah. This is a smart kid. Yeah. Who's just, he's got a temper and he's lost his way. Yep. So Andy, why does he go back into So what Oh right. Yeah. Yes. We find sorry, go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, no. Okay. I, so Tommy is talking to Red and he's like, I feel really bad about flipping out the other day. You think he's mad at me and stuff? And he's like, you know, maybe he's probably all right. You know, he's a good guy and whatever. Yeah. He's like, what's he in for anyway? Yeah. He's like Tommy asks Red what he's in for. And he's like, Well, he he's convicted of murdering his wife and uh, her, and her, her lover. lover she was sleeping with a golf pro right and tommy's face drops yeah yeah he's like okay yes have a seat i have a story to tell so, so then we cut to him telling all of the prisoners yeah i not all of the prisoners <laughs> like yeah Clancy he's, on Brown is even like on one knee like oh okay <laughs> he's not giving a ted talk yeah he is <laughs> No mouth sounds here, boys. Yeah. No, it's you know, it's the gang. It's our our beloved gang of uh, convicted felons. Right. Um, so, but he's. It's, I, I did pull that clip with uh, Elmo something, whatever the guy's name is. Oh yeah, El. I think it's Elmer. Something. Yeah. Who cares? Um, Elmo? Tom, is it Elmo? I think it's Elmo. I like that yeah. better. Um, so Tommy is talking to Andy and telling him about this guy that he was, uh, you know, while he was in prison, um, he was bunked up with. So this is that. I say to him, I say, yeah, Elmo, who'd you kill? You're right. So he says, I got me this job one time, bussing tables at a country club so I could case all these big, rich pricks that come in. So I pick out this guy, go in one night and do his place. He wakes up, gives me shit. What? So I killed him. Him and this tasty bitch he was with. <laughs> and that's the best part. She's fucking this prixie, this golf pro, but she married some other guy. What is happening? Kill it? It might be the low some... end. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was the best part, and it was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Gives me shit. No, yeah, oh, just, when he, <laughs> killed, he killed the bitch and the guy. Yeah, uh, Elmo Blatch. Blatch. Yeah, yeah. It's a good name for an evil man. <laughs> but he's the one who fucking killed Andy's wife and, yeah. and the golf pro. Right. So Andy goes to the warden, who he's like sort of tight with at this point. He's yeah. like, "Hey, so uh, my boy just <laughs> told me 
that um guess what i didn't do it <laughs> guess <He's>, what <laughs> yeah he's like uh, not me and the warden gives him a million reasons that they could never convict the guy or have andy exonerated right and andy's like you know he's a smart guy he's just poking holes in everything he says right um and ultimately he's like What's he say he that says, sets the warden off? He says he's like you're being obtuse. No, he's like why? He asks him why he's being so obtuse. Yeah, and, and the warden's like, beg your fucking pardon. Right. He starts getting pissed. Yeah, and he's like, like starts raising his voice. But then Andy says, "Is it on purpose?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does say that. Yeah, which is a bad thing to say to someone who's being deliberately obtuse. No, but what what really fucking pisses the warden off is when he's like, you know. I could never go to the police with anything that we've done here. I would be just as indictable as you. Oh, right. He's like, don't you ever speak to me about money again. Right. Yeah. And, and he gets the guards in there and they throw him in the hole for a month. A month. Right. One month of not talking to anyone. Uh, except for the moment where the guard who gives him his food says, who I guess is like one of Red's Yeah, one of guys. his boys. Yeah. He's like, just wanted to let you know the kid passed his test. He got his diploma. Yeah. Um, and there's like that fun scene where it comes in the mail and they're all like playing keep away with yeah, him. Yeah, He's yeah. like, come on guys, give me the thing. Yeah. So he gets his degree <sighs> and then the warden calls for a meeting with him. Yeah. He, he outside <sighs> at night near the sniper tower. Fuck. Nothing suspicious here. Yeah, uh, so God the warden's like, is it true? What you told Andy about? Yeah. yeah. He's and like, yeah, absolutely. Every, every word, word yeah. every word. He's like, would you be willing to testify? And he's like, absolutely right. he's just like just give me that chance yeah that's what he says he's yeah. so pure he's like i thought so yeah. okay he puts out his cigarette like and walks like, away yeah there's a close-up of him stamping yep. out the lit cigarette uh, and he walks away and then uh he's pumped full of several yeah. rounds what's his name again the kid tommy tommy yes tommy is pumped full of rounds not yeah. the warden by clancy brown yeah, in, up in the sniper tower yeah. there, he's he looks real fucking proud of himself for shooting a fish in a barrel. Right. Yeah. Because um, he's the worst. Right. <laughs> Such a piece of shit. Fuck. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, Tommy's dead. The warden comes into solitary to be like, I'm. I'm guessing by now you've heard. Damn shame. Oh God. Yeah. And then uh, Andy says something snide. He gives him a go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's Cause, something. Because then the warden's like, we'll give him another month to think of it, think yeah. things over. He says that he's been down there a month, and the warden, he's like explaining, and he's like, no, nothing. He, oh, oh, right, that's, yeah, and he's like, what it was. when yeah, I yeah. get out of here, everything stops. He's yeah, like, I'm, no. I'm done doing your yeah. fucking dirty work. He's like, work. no, nothing stops. Right. And then they're like... I'll, he's like, I'll take you out of that cushy one bed apartment you're you've been staying in yeah i'll put you down in the basement with the sodomites uh you'll you'll think you've been fucked by, by a train. train yeah um, not not uh fucked by train yeah the, the pop the, band the band yeah the right hey soul sister right none of that Which I th- isn't that song about getting a blowjob um I'm, i don't know i think it's questionable isn't every song about, <laughs> about getting a blowjob blow oh man hallelujah by leonard cohen <laughs> The Battle Hymn of the Republic. <laughs> yes. Goober Peas, another Civil War era song. <laughs> Fucking Goober Peas. You know that one? Did they I, teach you that in grade school? Yeah. Sitting by a roadside on a summer's day, chatting with my messmates, passing time away. Yep. I wish I could remember the rest. But know. it's goodness how delicious eating Goober Peas. Yep. It's a song about peanuts. <laughs> or is it? Oh, boy. Um, where are we now? <laughs> 
so, yeah, so Andy gets a second month in the hole, and when he comes out, he seems different. Yeah. yeah. And there's that scene where he's sitting down by the wall there, and Red comes over, and they start talking. And Andy makes a reference to, he's like, you know, if I could ever get out of here, I would go to this one place in Mexico. Um, Do you remember I, the name of it? I don't. I don't. San something. <laughs> This, is that racist to not know the name and be like San something? No, I think, it is San something. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I though. just don't remember. Yeah, it's Pacific Ocean. Yeah, he's talking about why he loves the Pacific Ocean because it has no memory. They're yeah. saying it's like I want to go there. I want to go to a place that has no memory. Yeah, it's a really like I don't know. He seems broken, Andy, and he, he's like you know Red. If you uh, he's like if you ever get out of here. Yeah, if you ever get out, he's you, like, he said he. I forget the name of the town, but he's, he's like, like go up to this town. There's a rock wall. There's a tree at, at the, the north end. Yeah. It's like There's you, you a go, rock that, that has no earthly uh, meaning being in Maine. Volcanic. Volcanic mirrored, glass or yeah, something. It's yeah. A, yeah. It's got glass. Uh, look under there. He's like, why? What's going to be under there, Andy? Just go. Just, yeah. And that's it. They that, leave it there. Right. And then he asked one of the guys for a length of rope. Yes. So they're like, Fuck. yeah, it's Haywood. And he's like, he's like, I, I, didn't, I didn't think about it. None. Yeah. They're like, Haywood, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Haywood, you give it a second and just think about it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Haywood, you not enable our friends to kill themselves. Oh, boy. So then the, so he's up in the warden's office. Right. Doing the books. The cooking the books. Things. Yep. Uh, and the warden. He's like, and shine my shoes. I want to be able to see myself in them. That's right. Because they are not friends anymore. Right. Uh, so that happens. That all goes down. And then the next day, Andy's gone. He's not in his cell. He is not in his cell. Everybody's flipping out. The warden's in there losing his mind. He's like, he's he starts picking up like all of Andy's shit, like his rocks. And he's like, it's a goddamn conspiracy. Yeah. Nobody knows anything. And he's so, he yeah, they, they rocks. call Red in to like, they're like, where the fuck do you go? He's like, I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah. And like the warden starts throwing little rock sculptures at not only Morgan Freeman but also Clancy Brown. Yeah, like he is so mad he does not care who he hits with right. a little little horse. Yep, little stone horse, um, soapstone. Yeah, soapstone. And what was the other one? Some uh, with an A. Yeah, Ash. Well, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Nah, who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. Right. Um, but he throws a rock right through the poster. I think at this point it is Raquel, Raquel Welsh. Welsh. Yeah, it changes. On at one point ten, it's Marilyn Monroe, years. right? Yeah, yeah. It's like the girl of the of the era, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. So it's Raquel Welsh in like fake caveman costume. Yeah, I don't know what movie that I is. But what movie it is? Yeah. So he throws a rock at her, and then it goes through. Yeah, it goes all the way through. Yeah, they hear like clink, 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 oh, clink, the, clink, yeah. clink. I'm like, what the fuck? And he sticks his whole th- his finger through the hole in the poster and rips it open. And there's a huge hole carved yes. out of it's the wall. It's like big enough for a man to fit through. That's right. It's pretty dope. So then you get like the whole what happened scheme. the night before. Yeah. yeah, but also like the, the sk- years yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this has been cooking since he started. Since but he got since the he, rock hammer. Yeah, since he got since the he rock got hammer. Got in there. Yeah. Or I guess since he got the poster, right? Right. Like, um, so he's been digging with the rock hammer. It's been covered up with the poster. Uh, he's been doing that at night. Meanwhile, um, he the night of he takes the warden's sh- shoes and leaves his shitty shoes. Love that part. Great. Takes the <laughs> warden's suit, wears it under his prison clothes. Which the only problem I found with that is 
Tim Robbins is what six six or something. He's like a that? he's a giant Slenderman. Right. He's yeah. a he's a big old Slenderman. Right. So then when a kook walks into your bank and he's like, "Hello, I'd like my money." Boy, yeah, yeah. You might might raise some flags. But, uh, but yeah. Whatever. So he um, semantics. Yeah. So he swaps those. He takes those clothes, puts them in a plastic bag, takes the length of rope, uses it to escape. Right. To like the climb chess down. pieces he takes too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. He right, so he crawls through the wall, yep. and when he gets to the end of the wall, he reaches like the pipe work of the building, yep. the ducts and stuff. Um, it, there's a thunderstorm the night he escapes. Yeah, right. So every time the thunder crashes, he strikes a rock against the sewage pipe. Right, and after like three hits, it breaks. Right, it, it springs it, a leak. Yep, shit everywhere. Then Andy Dufresne crawled through 500. Do you have that clip? I have a different clip. Oh, but okay. That, but that crawled clip. through 500 yeah. yards of shit to escape, <laughs> which he does. He crawls through shit. There's like a shot of him dry heaving. Yeah. Uh, and when he gets out, he he's in like where the sewage runs off into like a little creek. Yep. He it's raining, so he just like washes himself off in the rain. We get like in a like a bird's eye shot of him. Yeah. Like it's it's head the victory raised. shot. Yeah. It's, it's all glory, baby. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah. So then he uh you want just you're playing a clip of my running past where oh, you no, wanted no. to uh, I, I don't wanna cut in on your I don't what is this? Hold on. I gotta see what this clip is. I don't I forget yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to think the last thing that oh, went through here. Nope. Oh, never mind. No, 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 Jumping no, no, ahead. no, no. All right, no, never mind. Um, no, so Andy um, had swapped out the books and all the all that shit um, that the warden had him keeping records of, all of his bank statements, all that shit. Swapped it out with the good book, the yes, Bible, yeah, which also had um, all the pages cut out to accommodate a rock hammer. Well, and and his little uh, inscription that he wrote to the warden. It says, "Dear warden, you're right." Um, self was it salvation lies within yeah and then he opens it up and there's a little cutout of where the rockheimer went right because great because there's that scene where the warden comes into his cell he's like what he's tossing the cell yeah he's like what passage are you reading yep. and it's like something from the beginning of the old testament and then they start like trading bible verses that scene is so tense because at that point he's got the poster up he's carving the fucking wall yeah and he's got the rock hammer in that bible which you don't know you don't know the how first time you see that yeah but then you go back and you're like oh god oh no yeah. <laughs> yes um shit yeah and, it, and it's on tim robbins's face like you could see it he's not panicked but you could see there is like an element of like you know oh fuck exactly yeah exactly um because the poster's contraband the po- right the, that's right he the warden says to him What's up with this poster over here? They draw attention yeah. to it, and he could rip it down. Yeah, it's not supposed to be there. And Clancy right. Brown says, because at this point, he's like helped them out a little bit. So he's just like, there's some contraband, but nothing we need to worry about. Right. Fuck. So good. Oh, so, so good. Because um, he's also got the, the the rags for shaping stones. Yeah. So like that's how he kind of gets away with it. Yep. Um, also, this whole time, as he's digging away... He's been carrying the concrete from the wall out into the yard and sh- like in his in handfuls. pants. Yeah, in handfuls and just shaking it out of his pant legs so right. no one will notice. For 19 years or 16 years? Something, something like, like that, that, which calls it calls back to the moment where Morgan Freeman's just like, he's just out there puttering around. Yeah. Like, there, it's in the narration. He's it like, he all just, means something. It's fucking great. So it's tight. It's so good. <laughs> so he then, when he gets out, he's taken his clothes off so the dogs can't get him. Right. And he goes in the the following day. He goes to a bank 
and cashes out all of the accounts that he opened with the the uh, warden's laundered money. Right. Under that fake identity. Yes. He becomes the fake man. Yes. Uh, and then also mails the cooked books to a newspaper. Right. Who breaks the story on the warden. At, with a letter saying, like, exposing him for all the laundered money, but also all the fucked up things that have been happening, all the murder. Right. He killed two people. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's that great scene where, like, he, the warden slams the paper down on the front page, like murder at Shawshank or whatever. And he's in his office and then he hears the sirens coming. Oh, my God. And he starts loading a gun. Yeah. So they, first you see Clancy Brown. Right, he gets yeah. taken away and Morgan Freeman's like, I heard that he started crying when they took him away. So good. <laughs> crying like a little girl. Uh, and then... The warden loads up a gun as if he's going to make, like, a last stand. Right. As and, if he's going to shoot these cops coming through the door. Right. And then he just kills himself. Yeah. He's, like, he's pointing the gun at the door, and then he sort of, like... Thinks about it. He th- yeah. He, there's a moment where he thinks, and then he's just, he just sticks the gun under his chin and, and goes... Yeah. And that's the, the clip that I was going to play right here. I like to think the last thing that went through his head, other than that bullet... <laughs> was to wonder how the hell Andy Dufresne ever got the best of him. Love. I like to think that too. Love it. I like to think that too. <laughs> I like to think that that's what he was thinking about when he died. Andy Dufresne, who crawled through a river of shit and came out clean on the other side. A beautiful metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he takes off. We we see him like driving down the coast and he... He uh, mails read a postcard from this place in Texas where he crossed the it's border. Got nothing written on it, right? For some reason, no one thinks anything of that. Yeah, that's maybe the most suspicious. Yeah, I guess. But whatever. whatever. It's the '60s. Everyone's like, no one's capable of committing premeditated <laughs> yeah, crimes. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we get Red's last parole board meeting or where, whatever. Yeah, he's like, "Are you? Do you feel that you've been rehabilitated by your your sentence?" And he's oh. like. Do I feel like I've been rehabilitated? Do you have that clip pulled? I don't. It, right. it was like, it, that was one like, of the ones that was like five minutes like, long that I... Shit. That word doesn't mean uh, jack shit. That's just a word so that young it, young fucks like you can yeah. have a job, get a paycheck. That's it. Yeah. It's something like that. And he then, like he basically tells him off. He's like... He's like, am I get? He's like, I do I regret it every day of my life? Yes. Yeah. If I could go back in time, I wish I could talk to that boy. He's like, so go ahead, stamp your fucking papers. Yeah. And he gets it approved. Right. He's yeah. like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. That is, those are his exact words. <laughs> uh, so then he goes the way of Brooks. He's put in the same room in the same halfway and house. That's the, oh God, this mute, this movie is just so fucking beautiful. Because <laughs> like, yeah, he's been in there for 40 years now. He's institutionalized. He's the guy. He's like, he admits it at one point when they're in prison. Like Andy, Andy says something about hope. He's yeah. like, fuck that. He's right. like, that's stupid. Hope yeah. is bullshit. Whatever. Right. He's like, I'm It'll here. It'll drive you nuts. Yeah. I'm a lifer. And like, yeah. Right. So Red's on the outside. He's bagging groceries. He's walking down the same path as uh, Brooks. Right. Um, he's at the same fucking room. Same halfway yeah. house room. There's like that scene where he's in like a pawn shop or something and he's looking at the guns. He's like, I was thinking about committing a crime just to go back. Right. Um, ultimately, he's like, I committed. He's like. I committed a crime for the second time in my life yep. and uh, broke my parole. Yeah. So he takes Andy's instruction and he goes to that town. Yep, that uh, tree. With the rock wall, with the big oak tree, with the rock that has no earthly business being there. That's right. Lifts it up and there's a little tin th- box with the Titanic on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And inside there's a letter 
from Andy. And a lot of cash. Yeah. A, a lot of cash. A lot of cash. And it's basically like, you know, if you're reading this, um, then I, I could really use a, a man like you helping me out. Start Get my new thing off the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, hope is a good thing, Red. Yeah. Oh, I think he God. says in the letter. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great. So, it's, it's great. Fucking good. It's great. And so, then he, and then he, uh, we get a, this little thing. He heads down to Texas when they like to cross the border. But on the on the bus ride down, he's like, I, I'm so excited, I can't even think straight. <laughs> and then we get this little bit here. I hope I can make it across the border. I hope to see my friend and shake his hand. I hope the Pacific is as blue as it has been in my dreams. Cut to a shot of the Pacific being as blue as it has been in his dreams. Yes. There's that nice shot. And that that's the last line of the movie. Yeah. And then it's just them like, you see him walking across the beach. <laughs> Andy wearing, he's cut the sleeves off yeah. like a button down shirt. Yeah. And, and he's, he's working just, on this shitty boat. Yeah. He's just scrubbing it, <sighs> just cleaning this boat up. And the way that Andy does where he takes something horrible and makes it beautiful. Yep. Morgan Freeman sees him. He's got a suitcase in his hand. They yeah. both drop what they're holding, and they just run up to each other and hug. Yeah, and that's how the movie ends. It's it's, it's gorgeous. The best movie. <laughs> I love it. I love it so fucking much, baby. Yeah, Jesus, it's so good. So I don't. I don't even know. I know at a certain point we're gonna have to talk about what hurt our parts. So yeah. I guess let's get into that right now. Oof. All right. This is Oh That Hurts My Parts, where somehow we pick a part of this movie that we didn't care for. Yeah. Um, the I guess the rule still applies that like sexual assault, sexual yeah. assault goes without saying that that's the worst part that's of the, the movie. That's the worst part of the movie. So uh, that notwithstanding, Rob, what hurt your parts? I don't know. I, I can go first. I got something. Okay. All right. It's like the one fly found in this movie. Okay. Which is Andy, when they're watching the Rita Hayworth movie, him saying... I heard you're a man who can get things. Yeah. At that point, it was like redundant. Yeah. I think he says it a few times yeah. in the movie. Is it like a thing? I think it's like a joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's not whenever, very funny. Whenever he, he wants Red to get something for him. He, that's that, what he that's says. That's what he says. Sort of like, yeah. I know you're a man who can get things, but I uh, hear you're a man who can get things. Right. I still don't like it. Yeah. So, fuck you. Um, fuck you. I don't know. There is... The the one part... I, I mean, it, it makes sense, but I don't know... It, it was a little bit much for me. It was when he was explaining music to everybody. Yeah. Well, like, you know that that scene is like not in the book. That's that's fine. And I, I mean, and, like, but just like I think a lot of that stuff is improvised because I know him putting the microphone up to the. Yeah, that was improvised. Okay. for Sure. That was like his choice. Uh huh. So like that is sort of this movie's scene in Glengarry Glen Ross where Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin. gives the monologue. Yeah. 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 You see, like, I don't know, like the, the scene with the music, I love that. I love that Andy's sitting there. He's, like, leaned back in the chair and relaxing and listening to his music and stuff. Uh, I thought it was, like, maybe just a little bit overkill or a little ham-fisted. To explain why that is isn't why it's right. significant. Yeah. Definitely. But it does lead into the conversation about hope and all that shit. I still don't know if you need it. I don't think you need it. Yeah. But... That's it's, so like we're splitting hairs yeah. by being like that's not very good. <laughs> Many this, consider this, this masterpiece. Yeah, you're like that those three lines of dialogue. Yeah. I didn't care for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's my parts are my parts do not feel like a, a train no. fucked me. No, 
in fact, they feel quite nice. My yeah. parts do not hurt at all. Yeah. So with that in mind, let's talk about our shining moments. Daddy! This is shining moments, baby. <laughs> uh, Fuck. Okay. What, what, what is... So how much. do you pick? Yeah. How do you pick? There was... Uh, one of the ones that like jumped out at me when I was rewatching this last night was when Brooks first gets out mm-hmm. and um, and he's riding the bus before he even starts his like voiceover stuff. He just gets out. He's on the bus and he looks so scared and he's he's just an old man riding a bus. But there's just and he's not like he's not his eyes aren't darting around or anything like that. He's looking straight ahead. Yeah. But there's just like this fucking terror yeah. in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And you're, oh, God. It's fucking heartbreaking. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this movie's so fucking good. It's so good. I uh, I really loved, I don't even know if this is my favorite part. Yeah. One of part your of me, favorite parts. Part of I me, yeah. I think like just on a pure enjoyment level, yeah. I do love when he says, I think a man feels more like a man. If he, That line is the, great. The, Having a st- bottle, bottle of suds. suds. I think I, I have that one clip. <laughs> Just that line. I'd only ask three beers apiece for each of my co-workers. <laughs> co-workers, get him. That's rich, ain't it? I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. Great line. It's a great line. That said, I think like um oh fuck, did I forget what I was gonna say? Oh no, did, I liked more did we take it? Was it something else that uh, Andy had said? Um, it was oh, you know what it was? I really enjoyed the part where the the first guy to come to Andy, the guy who wants to set up a college fund for his kids, yeah, a yeah, trust fund for his kids. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that guy. Yeah. And I liked, was that the same guy who he locks in the bathroom? It's a different guy. Different guy. Yeah. I like his his interactions with the guards who aren't Clancy Brown. Yes. They're like, there's like a. There, there's a mutual kind of like respect. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's, he, Andy's a special guy. He's yeah. able to transcend these, these social fucking things yep anyway moving on i guess yeah Yeah. um tropes yeah in the book i'm working on now there's a spooky monster goddamn none (laughs) this this is there's main there's there's, greasers and i don't think there's anything else there's really not there's like creative swearing a bit yeah we we get mouse spooge or whatever that line is yeah you got that you maggot dick motherfucker (laughs) what is your malfunction you fat barrel of monkey spunk Monkey spunk. That's it. it. Excuse me. Yeah. That was pretty close. That was good. Off in a funny way. Right. Uh, Yeah. No. Other than that, though, like, steers clear of conventions. Yeah. There's no, uh, I don't know, there's no bullshit in this movie. No one goes a long way only to die. Yeah. Brooks, maybe, but he doesn't go that far. No. He's not far. No. Um, In a sense, he never left. No, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh yeah, man. I mean, it's it's tight as fuck. So, I mean, th- I can think of one flaw with okay. this movie. Okay, and I think that'll bring us into our next segment. Yeah, what's that? Where was Slimer? Where was Slimer? Where was that green ghost with the bad attitude? The- he could have been a prison guard. There was a huge missed opportunity. Once Brooks died, they could have had Slimer take his place. Uh, yeah. The new guy? Yeah. What, you think You think Slimer has his GED? You couldn't have had Andy teach him? Andy's in a shit pipe for 500 yards. Yeah. You don't think Slimer spends time in a shit pipe? <laughs> or eating garbage out of the friggin' the mess hall dumpster? The first time I laid eyes on Slimer. 
I, I damn knew near, we were going to be friends. I damn near puked in my mouth. <laughs> no Slimer. Yep. There's no there's no visitation scene where Lady Slimer's like, you need to get your shit together. Yep. Our kids are going without a father. None with, of that. With, with Slimer's niece, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's fucked up, <laughs> but they're disgusting. Yeah. Or no. you could have even had Tim Robbins' character kill Lady Slimer. That could be why he's in prison, for killing a ghost. The yeah. greatest crime of all. You know, open letter to Frank Darabont. Yeah. Hey, Darry. <laughs> Get it together. Go back. Fucking George Lucas's movie. Mm-hmm. Install a Slimer. Install it. Get your HVAC guy to come. <laughs> That's right. And, <laughs> and weigh down this movie with a Slimer. That's right. We could have had a real fun scene. Could have had. We could eat. Honestly, if fat ass got beaten to death and Slimer <laughs> rose out of him, yeah. that would have been fine. Yeah. I would settle for that. Yep. But no, not a single onion headed, disgusting fucking green ghoulie. Yep. Couldn't be more disappointed with this movie. And this has been Where Was Slimer? And that was Where Was Slimer? Yeah. Um, so I guess that brings us to our final segment of the show. Yes. I am D B where we compare our opinion of the movie against the average user score on IMDb.com. Oh, wow. This one has far and away the most votes of any movie we've done so far with yeah. 1 million, <laughs> 1.7 million. Yeah. Votes. 1,710,548 votes. Oh my God. I have 23. So <laughs> <laughs> in the time that yeah, 25 we ref- people, <laughs> I refreshed the page, 25 more people were like, yeah, I got to say something. Yeah, yeah. I got to say something. Uh, <laughs> this movie gets an average score of 9.3 out of 10 stars, yeah. which I think makes it also the highest rated movie we've done so far. It's the highest rated movie. Probably. Ever. I don't think we introduced this segment until after we did the shining, but I would not be surprised if this were higher than that. No, this is, yeah, on IMDb, this is the highest thing. This is the highest rated movie. Right, yes. Uh, with that said, I want to see if I can find a one-star review. Oh, I'm sure I can, right? Yeah, there must be oh, one wow. stars. Oh, wow. There must okay. be a lot of them. Yeah, there okay. are. Do you want to hear actual reviews or just... Uh, uh, <laughs> what, whatever just you the, got whatever you want to do should be called shaw spank redemption which is a joke i would make which is how you know it's bad <laughs> is that because he was jerking off constantly to um, this movie funny you should mention that okay okay the whole thing is nothing but masturbation noises on a loop for a whopping 10 hours you were watching something else <laughs> <laughs> what? you were watching a video of a man jerking off on for a loop 10 hours yeah there's nothing redeeming about that. that mo- it, was, it was a gif of a guy yeah. stroking his dick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> of George Bernard Shaw spanking for 10 hours. Yep. There we go. I seriously don't get why people think this is so good. Is there a hidden message? There is, actually. <laughs> there, yeah, there's there's a lot a of, yeah, there's a lot of uh, coded Illuminati imagery in this yeah. movie. Uh, it must have flown past my head somehow. Don't sell this movie short. It yeah. flew over your head. It's, it didn't zoom by your right side. Like, I have no idea how. It just did. The film is so ubiquitous that I couldn't not watch it at least once. And unless there happens to be some Freddy Freeloader-esque hidden message throughout this whole film, I just do not care for it a single bit. Yeah. There I was, five years old, waiting for my first Linux swirly. Okay, I hate to go on a tirade right now. Yeah. Parenthesis, Bisquick is broiling. 
but I am tuckered like smuckers. My dad said that if I say that, I will be cool. So I guess you need you need at least 7.765474 gifts to be a snark rap scallion eggs head nuisance. Is this the end? Let me know at my email, scaldinghotiron99 at gmail.com. Thanks. So is this a troll? I don't or did a troll like push someone out, someone out of the way halfway through? I don't know. What it's happened. hard to tell what's going on here. Um, this one's weird. Here's one from a pretentious guy. Subject line: unoriginal prison movie. Okay. Uh, there are some things in this life we will never understand. How did the universe begin? What happens to our souls when we die? Well, you seem to think we have souls, so I think that kind of answers yeah. your own question. How did a movie as bland as the Shawshank Redemption become so overrated? And then he goes on to explain that it is cliche written. The film's moral is basically that hope is important and there's nothing wrong with that in itself. Heck, I have no problem with the simplicity. The problem is when you move past the simple and into the land of simplistic. This movie treats its borrowed plot parts, Count of Monte Cristo, anyone? Which they fucking reference, yeah. you dipshit. Like it just goes on to pretend, which I actually I uh, I love that part when he makes a reference to when they're building the library. Um, he, one of the books is Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah, and uh, Tim Robbins says to Haywood, and he's like, "You should read that. It's a it's a good book. Yeah, it's a and prison book. Book it, about a prisoner escaping. Book about a prison escape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this he's fucking escaping from prison. Yeah. He's in the process yeah. of fucking doing it mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And he's like, you should read that book. You dumb, <laughs> you dummy, you yeah. fucking dummy. Huh. And then, yeah, then we got like an okay movie worship because of its accessibility. All right. I, I don't want to, I, I know, I, I know. I, I'm done with these dummies. Mediocre people reward uh, mediocre cinema. I do, this one is simply titled film. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, I do have a question for you though. Um, quiz show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Four Weddings and a Funeral. Are you asking me what should have won Best Film this year? <laughs> Forrest Gump won Best Film in 1994. That's infuriating, especially because against... Tom Hanks was considered to play the Andy Dufresne role. Was he? Yeah, he was. Oh, God. There were a lot of people who were considered, but I think he was like chief among them. And it, Shawshank... Clearly the better movie. Yeah, I, I think it's between Shawshank and Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Okay, this is like a controversial stance for some, but I think like in the age of uh, everyone being able to have their opinion, it's not very controversial overall. Forrest Gump's a piece of shit. Yeah. That's a bad movie pretty... for conservatives. Yeah. <laughs> it is so, so bad. I have no problem saying that. Yeah. Um, it deserves no accolades and certainly not its own chain restaurant. I would go to the Shawshank Redemption experience in Times Square. Nah. I would I would ask for the mess appetizer with maggots. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, I would. Uh-huh. I would I would get a fried Jake for my entree. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> and for my dessert, a five hundred yard river of shit. It's, a, <laughs> it's just a chocolate dessert. It's yeah. like a churro with chocolate sauce on it. And uh, yeah, no, fuck Forrest Gump, Shawshank Forever, Deuces, yeah. Danny out. All right, so that that's it. That's it's just, it. It's the best movie that anybody will ever see. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we've said it before. We'll say it again. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. All right. What do we got next week, Rob? So, okay. So here's the thing, guys. <laughs> um, we we had a list, Dan. 
Um, you've seen it, mm-hmm. right? And wh- I was looking at the list today. Oh, God. And um, oh, there yeah. were some things that were out of order. Oh, really? Chronologically. Did we go past anything? We actually didn't. Oh, thank God. But we would have if we didn't catch oh, this we would have heard right it if now. We... Okay. So um, the next movie that we're going to be watching is 1995's The Mangler. What do you do at work? <laughs> Just proofread this list? It's It's mostly... This podcast yeah. related. All right. <laughs> Don't tell anybody, yeah. you know, guys. Yeah, um, the Mangler, eh? Yeah, it's no Shawshank. <laughs> I believe it. It's yeah. called the Mangler. That's so, right. um, has anyone signed on to guest for that? Anyone mm-hmm. we need to reach out to sooner than we thought? Mm, we don't have anybody, but we could get uh, somebody. Maybe we could get someone. We'll see who's around. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, anything else? I don't think so. Just want to close re- it up. Yeah. Remind everyone to uh, rate and review us on iTunes helps other people find the show. If you want to pretend to be Stephen King, that'll go a long way in terms of the credibility of this podcast. And we yeah. like to read those. If on you the don't air. want to be Stephen King, though, that's fine, too. That's okay. just give us five stars. Leave a nice little review. Um, five stars is helpful, but five stars and a review actually like counts more in iTunes algorithm. Right. This is not bullshit. Right. Um. So, yeah, if you could do that for us, uh, we also have the Patreon. If you want to be a monthly donator, uh, help pay, help cover the cost of the show because we have to pay to host the site. Yeah. Uh, and we, you if, know. If you donate a dollar, we'll give you a shout out on the show. Yeah, it'll be nice. It'll be nice. Um, anything else you want to cover? You got introducing. Yeah, listen to introducing um, the first appearance podcast. And yeah, that's it. That's it, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, the end. I don't yeah, know. Pretty much the end. Yeah. All right. So next week. Next week will be the Mangler, I guess. Yep. Looking forward to that. <laughs> um, until then, I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. Stephen, Stephen K. K.